What's up, everybody? This is Ted Shuttlesworth back with you again this week on the podcast. And we've been going over this series, Why Live Holy? What is the point of living your life free from sin and righteous before the eyes of God? Staying away from everything that's evil and going after everything that God commands us to do with our whole heart. Why is it so important to dedicate yourself to the things of God and to the kingdom of heaven? I'm telling you, there are benefits for living for God. God has planned for you to live a life that is blessed and not cursed. And he's given us the principles in his word that when we follow them, the blessing of heaven is forced to come on our lives. And in the last few weeks, we've covered some of these topics. We dealt with the fact that your prayers are always answered when you're righteous. And in fact, the Bible says this, the prayers of a righteous man or woman avail much. They carry much power. So that means when you have a righteousness working in your life, then your prayers carry power with God. When you speak to him and he speaks to you, there is a divine force that comes on your request to God. But the Bible says in the Old Testament that if any man regards iniquity in his heart or sin, the the Bible declares the Lord will not and does not hear him. And so people that live in sin and allow sin to have a place in their life, their prayers are not answered and they live a life of frustration. But when you're righteous, there is nothing that God can't accomplish for you. Secondly, we talked about the fact that when you are righteous, then the blessing of heaven financially follows you in your life. In fact, the Bible declares in Psalm 84 and verse number 11, no good thing will he, that is God, withhold from them that walk uprightly. The Bible declares in Matthew chapter 6 that if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added to you. It's talking there about the things that you're believing for in your life. Don't seek after things, seek after God, and God will make sure that goodness and mercy and his blessing follow you for the rest of your life. There's no question about it. People that serve God are more blessed than people that don't serve God. I'm telling you today, there's such a great uh, blessing on seeking the things in the kingdom of God. I feel like in our day and age that people have gotten lazy in their spiritual walk. I'm not talking about sinners today. We're dealing with Christians who allow sin to permeate their life and they think that it's okay because God's grace just covers it all and we can just do whatever we want. That is a lie from the enemy. It's a lie that keeps you out of the blessing of God. Sure, God forgives. Yes, God loves everybody, but God does not tolerate sin. And when sin gets into our lives, it is a disease that burns out the goodness of God. Do you realize that we have the ability to tie God's hands so that he cannot do good things in our lives? And I'm telling you today that when you follow the principles of God, then the blessing follows the principles. Something I read this week that I thought was uh, so interesting just regarding tithing. You know, tithing is a godly principle. It's something that is not irrelevant for our generation. It is still as relevant and powerful today as it ever was. Tithing is something every New Testament believer should be doing. And I was, was reading a study this week that my cousin Jonathan Shuttlesworth had posted online. And it's so interesting. The study of tithers in the United States of America, they, they studied thousands of people that, that tithe every week from their income. And you know what? 
what they found out? Tithers are financially better off than non-tithers. In fact, 80% of tithers have no credit card debt. 74% of tithers have no car payment. 48% of tithers own their own home. And 28% of people that tithe on a regular basis are completely debt-free in their life. Let me tell you something. The blessing of God follows people that obey God's word. I want you to understand today, as we move into today's topic, I'm talking about the fact that God will keep healing in your home and sickness out of your home. As a believer, as someone that stands righteous before God, sickness and disease have no right to come on your family, to come on your body, or to come in your house. No, it is not God's plan for people to be sick or diseased. It doesn't make you look more holy because you've learned how to live with a sickness or a disease in your life. That is foolishness. It makes you holy when you've learned that you have power over sickness and power over disease through Jesus Christ, who gave his life and shed his blood so that sickness and disease would be destroyed for people that are believers and have accepted Jesus power into their life. And I want you to see something today, even in the old covenant, you know, the story of Job is one that people that don't understand understand the context of the Bible, always like to use to prove that even righteous people have to go through bad things and righteous people have to go through tests and it's God that does it. I want you to understand that it's very clear when you study the book of Job that the thing that allowed the the attack of the enemy into Job's life was the fear that he allowed in his life. You know that the Bible declares that anything that is not of faith is sin. The Bible says that anything that is not of faith is sin. That's in Romans chapter 14. You can study it and read it there. Well, fear, if you allow it in your life, is not of faith. Fear and unbelief are the opposite of faith. And so if you're living in fear, then you are living in sin. Because fear says, I don't believe God can do what he said he can do. That's a lie. God is not only able to do what he said he can do, he's willing and able. And so I want you to understand today that when Job began to live his life in fear, it opened up a door for the enemy to come in and steal from him what God had blessed him with. Look at Job chapter one. The Bible says that God begins to talk to Satan and Satan is talking to God regarding Job. And in verse eight of Job chapter one, God says, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. And then Satan replied and said something so interesting. He said, yes, but Job has good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. And that's verse 10. I want you to see that Job's righteousness caused God to put a wall of protection around his life. And there was nothing that the enemy could do to breach the wall of protection in Job's life until 
until Job began to allow fear and doubt into his life. And when that happened, the Bible says that the enemy had the ability to come in and to destroy Job's life. But understand that God is merciful. And the Bible declares that when Job got his life back on track, by the end of that book, Job had more than he started with. Yes, he was extremely blessed at the beginning, but by the end, he was even more blessed than he was in the beginning. Well, let me tell you something. When you live righteously before God, he puts a hedge, a wall of protection around your life and around your home and around your family. You know, if you go to Deuteronomy chapter 28, this is the chapter where God is speaking to his people, Israel, and telling them the benefits that come on their life and their nation when they serve God. But on the other hand, it talks about the curses that come on people that do not obey God's word and do not serve God. And in Deuteronomy chapter 28, I want you to see something. The Bible says in verse 59, now this is talking about the curses that come on people that do not obey God and serve God. Verse 59 of Deuteronomy 28 says, the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. These plagues will be intense and without relief, making you miserable and unbearably sick. He will afflict you with all diseases of Egypt that you feared so much and you will have no relief. Look at verse 61. The Lord will afflict you with every sickness and every plague that there is, even those not mentioned in this book of instruction until you are destroyed. Now, I want you to understand that in the Hebrew language, there's all, there's a causative tense and there's also a permissive tense in the language. And sometimes when you read something translated that the, says that the Lord will strike you with every sickness and every disease. Well, we know that God is not the author of sickness or disease. And so what it really is saying here, if you read the the original Hebrew language is that the Lord will allow these things to come on your life. Well, why would the Lord allow sickness and disease to come on someone? Because understand that God will allow in your life what you allow in your life. And by disobeying the commands of God, you open the door and allow the enemy's attack to come into your life. That's why it's so important to keep sin out of your house and keep sin out of your life. When you do, it keeps that wall of protection intact and the devil gets frustrated and mad at you because he cannot come in and destroy you with his plans for your life. But if you flip over to Galatians chapter 3, and read about the wonderful redemption through Jesus Christ that we have. The Bible says in verse 13, Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. Well, that was part of the curse I just read to you. Every sickness and every disease will come upon you when you don't obey the commands of the Lord your God. The Bible says that Christ rescued us from that curse and he hung upon the cross and took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. It's written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And through Christ Jesus, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Listen, you can be a Christian, but listen, when you begin to allow sin to come into your life, sin is a plague that opens the door and allows the enemy to come in and do what he wants to do. It 
is righteousness that keeps us free from the attack of the enemy. The benefit of living for God is that no sickness and no disease can be allowed to touch your body. Some people don't have this revelation and they accept sickness when it comes. You should never accept any sickness and never accept any disease. There are people in denominational churches that preach that God puts sickness on people to keep them in a place of humility and to keep them in a place where they can be used by him to touch other people with that same sickness. Let me tell you, that's one of the biggest lies that we've ever faced today. It is never God's plan to put a disease on one of his children or put a sickness on one of his children so that they can be more humble. God doesn't humble you with bad things. He humbles you by correcting you, but he doesn't correct you with something that he's already redeemed you from through his son, Jesus Christ. That is stupid. That is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard preached in any church. And it keeps people of God bound up in things that they should not be bound up in. I want you to know today that Jesus came so that you could be free. But the only thing he gave you the power to do was to live righteous. Before Jesus came, it was impossible for any man to live righteous before God. They could only do it by observing the law, and even the law was imperfect. All they could do was cover their sins with the blood of lambs and goats. But now we don't have to cover our sins because Jesus removes our sins when we live for him and when we accept the mighty grace and power of his resurrection and his death on the cross. I want you to know something today that it is not God's plan to harm you with sickness and disease. It's his plan for you to be in health and to be in complete wealth in your life. You know how I know that? Because Jesus Christ promised it through his word. And I want you to know today that if you're living in sickness and disease, this can be the last day that you experience it. And let me tell you how to do that. You take authority over it, get all sin out of your life and begin to take your authority in Jesus Christ. I want you to know it's a benefit today to serve God and to be free from sickness and free from disease. It's not God's plan. That's the devil's plan. John 10, 10 says it's the thief that comes to steal and kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. That's God's plan for you today. It is one of his benefits to keep you free from sickness and disease. I want you to know that I love you very much. And Carolyn and I are praying for your blessing. And I want you to get in touch with us and let us know if you have any prayer requests, we'd be happy to pray with you. Just email us. You can send the email to info at miraclewordministries.com. That's info at miraclewordministries.com. We'd be happy to be in contact with you and pray for you. Get in touch with us on Twitter and let us know that you've been listening to the podcast. The username is T. Shuttlesworth. T. Shuttlesworth. Just send us a message on there and let us know you've been listening. We'd love to connect with you and be a blessing to you. Listen, I love you very much. We'll see you again next week right here on the podcast. But until then, remember signs and wonders and goodness and mercy are following you for the rest of your life. I'll see you again next week.